The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. In conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. <laughs> Somebody should jump out of that one. Hey. Uh, Jalen, I look at that. It's uh, three forty, almost three thirty. I never understood that entire jumping out of a cake thing. Um, Where did that start? Don't know. I have never. Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I was going to say I've never seen it. I've actually done it. Yes, you've told me that story. Yeah, it's just weird. Kate got stuck while I was trying to get out of it. It was a birthday Kate celebration. Kate got stuck or you got stuck? Well, I got stuck in the cake. Yeah, I didn't have to go out the top of it. It was in, uh, I want to say Aurora, Ontario. Is that a place? Yeah. And they have a casino there. And once a month, they have their millionaires club. So everybody, I don't know that they're all millionaires, but everyone who's having a birthday that are their high rollers, they invite them in for a birthday celebration. And there's a comedian. And then, of course, they get them back out of the casino to spend more money. So the cake is supposed to come out all level like it's huge of course and then it tips up on an angle on act on uh, on hinges and smoke or dry ice or i don't know goes billowing out of underneath it and then you walk out and start the comedy show but it got stuck for some reason at about three feet <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just surrounded in smoke or i what i don't know what it was i i had to get down on the floor and crawl out under the cake and uh start the show so not really the best <laughs> way to start a show, but got to laugh. There you go. Okay. There's yeah. just an image I'm not sure I, I, I needed. I wish somebody had filmed it. It was back uh, before everybody was filming everything that ever happened. So it's too bad because I would actually like, I would have that, speaking of wills, uh, you know, if the, anyone puts together any kind of a PowerPoint slide presentation at my funeral I don't know who's in charge of that that would have to be included as one of my finest moments in uh, entertainment well, someone will hunt. we should have just recorded this and you could have explained it possibly yeah, yeah and we could put that in there what about that I know I wanted to move on but what about that what about people who are you looking at me to do the video no, presentation no, for your no, funeral no I'm not although you're great at editing so is my daughter though but uh, what about people who videotape a message to play at their funeral you ever seen that that is the I've seen it. I, it to me, it's the creepiest thing ever. Why? Because they're dead. Because they're dead. And they. So is it creepy when you call their house and their voice is still on the answering machine? No. When my sister passed away, <laughs> I, I phoned her once a day to hear her answering yeah. machine, yeah. and I did so it. So why is it creepy if they're talking? Well, it's different. When the day that I phoned and the number had been disconnected, I was like, no. oh, there goes that. I just liked hearing her voice. I don't know. It just I guess it depends on what the message is. I, I don't know what message I would leave or if I'd do a joke or, you know. Andrew in a bag. <laughs> it's everything you need for a funeral in a coffin. Um, hey, here's a, a out-of-the-blue folder story if you'd like. You okay? Yeah, someone said, isn't that a core blunt song? The cake got stuck? <laughs> the truck got stuck. <laughs> but you knew that. Uh, it's a great not. tune. Yeah. The truck got stuck? No. Oh, my gosh. It's a great tune. Okay. I just haven't heard it, but I'm sure it is. If it's Cor Blunt. I'm sure it's a great tune. Uh, here's something while you look that up. It's a new survey. Mm, trying to find out who did the survey. Oh, the survey was commissioned by MGM Resorts. You know, uh, MGM Resorts International. They own okay. casinos and stuff, right? Uh, the study was called The Truth About Entertainment. 
Uh, so speaking of uh, videos. So what they looked at is they asked people uh, how many times they plan to go to events like uh, comedy shows, concerts, uh, other events, live sporting events, that kind of thing. How many times you plan to go to an event versus how many times you actually got to the event. <laughs> so it turns out... Um, the study, uh, quite significant, the number of times that you plan and don't do it. People who want to go to 12 live sporting events a year, on average, people want to go to 12 live sporting events a year, mm. but actually only go to five. Because they're expensive? I guess, or something else comes up, or you just don't feel like fighting traffic. Uh, people want to go to five comedy shows a year, but on average, the average person goes to one comedy mm -hmm. show a year. I'm not surprised to learn that. People want to hit eight concerts a year, but <laughs> actually only go to two on average. So if you add that all up, we want to go to 25 big events every year, but only make it to about eight. Uh, meanwhile, though, the survey found we watch 21 hours of TV a week on average, yeah. or we plan to, and we manage to watch about 20. So we're much better at planning to watch and uh, executing watching television shows, shows. So television has nothing to worry about, but live entertainment apparently does. So even if you've it's marketed just, it and sold just, it, and let's be real though, a lot of that stuff is is expensive. Concerts are expensive, live sporting, a lot of live sporting events are expensive, and so if you want to do twelve live mm -hmm. sporting events, see, my but gosh, add that up. You know, I get offered. Um, either here through 630 Chat or through friends or whatever, tickets to various events. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you're just tired. It's on a Wednesday night. I don't feel like it. I say no more often yeah. than I say yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I think about the time it's going to take to get there, the time it's going to take to watch the concert or the game, then the time it's going to take to get home, mm -hmm. and you know, and you just think, ah, I'm not willing to invest and all of that. And watch the game on TV. Exactly, when you can watch it on TV. And concerts are not my thing at all. I just despise well, you, concerts. You're just not a big music guy. I'm not, and I don't like big crowds of people standing up so you can't mm -hmm. see the you know the performer anyway um WWE is, was the epitome of that. Hunter used to be into that. Yep. And so we would go we went to one in like Cleveland or somewhere and we went to the one that was in Edmonton and once it starts you can't see a thing. Everybody stands up mm -hmm. with signs and you can't see a darn thing. Yep. So it well, that was the first sugar bowl that we ever went to. You know, we we thought yeah, the lower level would be yeah. great, but as, as you stood the entire time, <laughs> so you need up higher so you could sit. Who's that guy, uh, Lord of My Pants? What's his name? Uh, Riverdance. Is it Riverdance? Lord of My River Pants? What is the guy's name? You know them? Flatley? Is that his name? Michael Flatley? Yeah. Lord Carol, of the Dance? Lord of the Dance. He was, uh, and probably still is, quite popular, and Carol loved him right? So I got her tickets to see him in Vancouver because I was playing the club out there that weekend anyway. So, but we got front row. Don't do that. We didn't see anything. We could just hear tapping above us. <laughs> the way the stage was built, all we saw was the wall of the stage and above, we could hear tapping above there. Okay. Trick got stuck on. Okay. Chev got stuck in the Ford, got stuck, got the Chev stuck when the Dodge showed up. But the Dodge got stuck in the tractor rut, which eventually pulled out the Ford with some difficulty. <laughs> a more rain that we'd seen for a thousand years caused financial joys and biblical fears. It caused some smiles, it caused some tears, but more to the point of our story. For the first time in the collective memory, that old brown prairie that had been so dry for so long was very muddy, boggy, sticky. We'd pull one truck out and get another stuck in And motors that roar and tires that spin We'd sink right down, down to the diff And we'd all take turns and do it again Till no one could move we'd call one more friend Come on out here, we need you 
freaking truck. truck. <laughs> it goes on. It's, it's really? a great tune. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, that's probably not going to make my playlist. Oh, you know what? Um, the, the album is, is, is really good. It's uh, Hair in My Eyes, Like a Highland Steer. Mm-hmm. Um, 2005, Core Blunt. Um, you just wow. check it out sometime. You know, sure. If you're on, you no, know, I feel you don't like I did Apple just check it out. No, it's, it's actually <laughs> it's really good. It sounds honestly like he improved it. My cousins from England mm. loved that song. Well, when of they course first heard they would. It. Yeah, of course they would. That'd be like a song. That'd be like us loving a song about it being foggy in London. I well, mean, I'm not. That's sort of how <laughs> they picture to, us. You know, was the roughest neck around? Time to switch whiskey. It was a great tune. Go to shine up my boots. Yeah, there's some. He's got hmm. some really great tunes, and he listens to Six Thirty Ched. Well, and I love him, and you know that. I'm a huge fan. I just did not know that song. <laughs> nice Watch the hockey game with him <laughs> once, if that counts. <laughs> Making plans for Friday night. I am. I'm excited. You're excited. We've got different plans, but... I'm going out with your wife. I'm possibly going out with your husband. He's been invited. He hasn't 100% confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Because the kid's supposed to come over. Yeah, but I said bring the kid. (laughs) My thought was this, that I... I, In fact, I was texting your husband this morning. Did he not tell you? No. You might have been at work already because it was like, you know, 1.30. But uh, (laughs) he had said... What time did you get to work today? Literally like 10 to 2. It was the closest, what honestly. Happened? Nothing really. I got talking to my wife. Oh, okay. And I was texting your husband, and uh, there was just stuff going on in the house. It was hilarious. Brad comes over, producer Brad comes mm-hmm. over, and he says, so is Andrew trying to set a record today? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard from him. It'll be fine. He'll if, be here. He's, I, got if, a, he's got everything done. It's good yeah, to go. I did it all at home. Yeah. It was all ready to print. I just needed to get here. And, and yeah, I was talking to Carol. And your husband. So what I had offered... Yeah, I'm going to go meet a friend after work. And then, of course, Hunter gets off work and I play darts, right? So I had invited your husband and uh-huh. days ago. And then he had said, well, you know, uh, Chase is coming over. And I was like, okay, we'll bring him and we'll play doubles darts. Like, we'll, uh, you know, just for fun, uh-huh. you know? And I asked him, do you guys play darts? And he was like, well, not well. And I'm like, even better. <laughs> the last time we played darts was at the Legion over here. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I actually offered him a set Although of his own Chase darts. Chase does it in my living room on a regular basis. I heard that. Darts, yeah. Well, that's why I knew that they had some yeah. sort of... But yeah, no, I texted him a picture of the darts that I'm prepared to give him if he's able to beat us. <laughs> They're sort of house darts. So there's a prize oh, in it for him. Man. We don't have to bet anything. But I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be lots of fun. A man and his son playing another man yeah. and his son. We're all friends. That'd be, be a good time. Actually. Yeah. yeah, you should like... encourage him to say yes. No, he can make up his own mind. I know he can, but you also have a habit of making up his mind. So I oh, think... do not. Come on now. Do not. You need to own that. But no, that's fine. No, do not. Hey, are you a fan of the movie? Uh, or the, I can no... talk him into a few things. Well, every if now you and would then. talk him into that, that'd be great. Because okay. I think that would be fun. Uh, are you a fan of the Batman movies? No. Okay. I, but I know I'm supposed to say yes. So you yes. don't have to at all. Um, you know what? I was uh, I, I liked the one um, with um, the I Batman. think it was Michael Keaton. Sure, that's one cool. of the original ones. Yeah, like going yeah. way back. Well, I'm not uh, sort of on top of my Batman franchise, but I know that my son is. So apparently, there's uh, the Joker origin movie. So I guess this, you know, is a movie about how the Joker became the Joker. Um, they've decided now. Wasn't, this. Okay, sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Wasn't that like the movie, the Joker, that the guy that died, um, who was in Brokeback Mountain, was in? Told you I'm not on top of my Batman franchise. Okay, sorry. This story only came out this morning. The Joker origin movie will portray the Joker 
as an 80s stand-up comedian who <laughs> failed. <laughs> Heath Ledger, I was thinking. Uh, it'll star uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, well, you never know who's going to show up there. Right, there you go. So what it'll be, it'll be very closely tied or similar to the story of the 1982 Martin Scorsese movie, The King of Comedy. Do you remember that? No. Classic film. You should watch it. Uh, starred Robert De Niro, who played a deluded comedian who just can't catch a break. He ends up kidnapping the host of a night uh, nighttime talk show similar to Johnny Carson. It's a great oh, wow. movie. Okay. Really Sounds great good. movie. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so that's what they're going to do. They're kind of ha- loosely basing it on that story. Um, Scorsese, by the way, is also producing this movie, the Joker movie. But it sounds like they might be borrowing the plot of an 88 uh, graphic novel, The Killing Joke. In that one, the Joker is a struggling stand-up who snaps after one bad day and turns to crime to feed his family. Hmm. Oh. During a run-in with Batman, he falls into a vat of chemicals and transforms into the Joker we know him to be today. Huh. So, if you're a Batman fan, there, I didn't, I didn't spoil it. I hope that wasn't a spoiler at all. Just the direction that the movie's going to go in. So, well, I know that you're going to love this one. Yeah, and because I know uh, we have a lot of listeners out there who who love this series as well, The Sopranos. Oh yes. So The Sopranos, um, apparently a prequel to The Sopranos, is set to hit the big screen. It will take a look at the infamous uh, Newark riots. So the the screenplay for The Many Saints of Newark, written by Sopranos creator David Chase and Lawrence Conner, has been picked up by New Line Cinema. That's going to be really exciting. Now, The Sopranos were on for six or seven seasons. I can't recall. I want to say seven. 99 to 2007. Okay. And... Of course, it would be impossible now to revisit. They yeah. had talked at the time when the the series Michael went Finney's off the dead. air. Right. So a lot of the stars are not available or no longer with us. So the prequel takes care of that. So it will focus on Tony Soprano's, Tony dad. Soprano's dad. And the one character that you'll recognize from, well, not the same actor, but... Um, uh, Tony Soprano's brother, uh, Junior. Tony's uncle Junior, yeah. Right, and uncle his Junior. Wife. Right. Or so actually his dad's wife. It'll yeah. focus on that and sort of uh, explain how yeah. the Sopranos came to be and how yeah. they came to control organized crime in New Jersey. So that should be interesting. That's kind of cool because I know, I, and I'll tell you, I've never, I didn't watch any of the Sopranos. I, I know. did. Oh, and I know you so loved good. it. Yeah, I did. Um, did it end with Don't Stop Believing? Yeah. Because that was the first line in the story, Don't Stop Believing. Ah, see, okay, yeah. so because didn't it just go black and then they've... It was one of the most argued about, got really upset about season it, finales yeah. Yeah, or, or series finales because it was left basically up to interpretation as to what the season finale or the season, series finale meant. So a war had taken place uh, between rival gangs, basically the New York gang and the New Jersey gang, and it had come to a conclusion in the series. And basically, with all of that behind them and with a great loss of life on both sides, uh, Tony Soprano goes to a diner where he meets his family. And um, somebody walks into the diner, goes into the washroom, and then walks out of the washroom behind Tony Soprano, and scene goes black. Oh. So we don't know, was that a hitman? Was that nothing? Was that... Did he, did he get... Did he sh- they shoot him? Right. No. We don't know. We don't oh, know. okay. So it was up to so you. So would it be worth watching this from start to finish? Absolutely. Still? Yes. Now? Absolutely. You would love it. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.